This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Do you say and do things when drinking that you regret the next day? Is alcohol a problem for you or someone you really care about? Over the next hour, we'll find out how people just like you and me found sobriety in AA through sharing their experience, strength and hope. Welcome to AA Live, brought to you by Alcoholics Anonymous. Welcome along, folks, to the AA Live radio show. This is the show that explores the ideas behind a way of recovery through Alcoholics Anonymous program. Today, we are coming via Zoom, folks. You're going to get us warts and all. There'll be little delays. There might be sound issues. I am not a technical person. I'm doing this in the lounge at my furry. It uh, is, um, yeah, bear with us is all I can say. I'd like to warmly welcome my co-hosts, Tony and Chrissy, who are also members of the AA Fellowship. Uh, they are coming to me from their lovely fuddies. It's fabulous to see you both. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, it is, eh? Uh, and our, um, and our uh, not Christmas lockdown special, warts and all. <laughs> Chrissy, how are you? Yeah, gr- good. I'm good. It's good to great to see both of you. <laughs> Lovely to see you too. Folks, we're getting our show going tonight. We're going to discuss the challenges of lockdown. Um, whether you're an active alcoholic or a sober alcoholic, both have their challenges. Firstly, though, we the serenity prayer. So let's go for it, guys. This will sound all bit bit odd, I'm sure, but let's go for it. God. God. Grant, grant me the serenity to, to accept the things I cannot change, change. courage to change the things I can, and, and wisdom to know the difference. <laughs> Lovely. Chrissy, would you like to greet our listeners and go through all of that for us, please? All right, I'll just do this preamble first. AA Preamble, Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organisation, or institution, does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Sorry, Chrissy, it's all yours. I'd like to warmly welcome all the listeners tonight and um, just go over what AA is and isn't. Um, AA isn't a religious sect or anything like that. Um, it is not sort of um, pointing to any, it's not a religious organisation. It has no opinions on political matters or anything like that. We're not counsellors or psychologists or psychiatrists. We are merely people that have had a problem, have, um, that are alcoholic, that have admitted they're alcoholic and that have combined as a way to stay sober and work the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous that we know brings sobriety. Yeah, thanks, Chrissy. Lovely, thanks, Chrissy. Tony, and, go for it. And, um, yeah, guys, I'd like to, I mean, those that listen to our show regularly will know 
that we stick pretty close to the big book and AA literature. Um, but also we do talk about our own recoveries and we have guests on that share about theirs. And obviously that's um, our opinions. That's how we see the program of recovery. So I, I just want to say that, you know, what you sometimes hear out of us isn't necessarily what the whole of AA would say. It's merely our opinions. But like I said, we do keep closely to the big book and other AA mainstream literature. So, um, yeah, so th- that's kind of um, what the show's about really today. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Good, uh, good summation. Would you like to introduce the Daily Reflection as our spirit lifter today? I sure can. Um, The Spirit Lifter today, which is read out of our Daily Reflections book, which is a selection of readings throughout the whole AA Fellowship literature, um, and there's 365 of them um, to match the days of the year, uh, oddly enough. So this particular one I'm going to read today is called Air Side of the Street. We are there to sweep off Air Side of the Street, realising that nothing worthwhile can be accomplished until we do so. Never trying to tell him what he should do, his faults are not discussed, we stick to our own. And that's from Alcoholics Anonymous, page 77, 78. I made amends to my dad soon after quitting drinking. The words fell on deaf ears since I blamed him for my troubles. Several months later, I made amends to my dad again. This time I wrote a letter in which I did not blame him or mention his faults. It worked. At last I understood my side of the street, and that is all I am responsible for. And thanks to God and AA, I'm it's clean today. <laughs> Lovely, that is so true. I like that reading. I like to know that my side of the street is clean. Christy, would you do us uh, the honour of reading the big book, more about alcoholism today, for us, please? I'd love to. This is more about alcoholism, and it is from the start of chapter three in the big book for Alcoholics Anonymous. Most, and if you listen, um, this is one thing that I really was able to identify with um, when I first came into sobriety. It talks about things that I'd, I tried to do to stop myself that didn't work. Uh, more about alcoholism. Most of us have been unwilling to admit we were real alcoholics. No person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. Therefore, it is not surprising that our countless Our drinking careers have been characterised by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Many pursue it into the gates of insanity or death. We learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. This is the first step in recovery. The delusion that we are like other people, or presently may be, has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. We know that no real alcoholic ever recovers control. All of us felt at times that we were again in control, but such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control, which led in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralisation. We are convinced to a man that alcoholics of our type are in the grip of a breath of illness. Over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. We are like men who have lost their legs. They never grow new ones. Neither does there appear to be any kind of treatment which will make alcoholics of our kind like other men. We have tried every imaginable remedy. In some cases, there has been brief recovery, 
followed always by a still worse relapse. Physicians who are familiar with alcoholism agree there is no such thing as making a normal drinker out of an alcoholic. Science may one day accomplish this, but it hasn't done so yet. Despite all we can say, many high real alcoholics are not going to believe they're in that class. By every form of self-deception and experimentation, they will pro- try to prove themselves exceptions to the rule, therefore non-alcoholic. If anyone who is showing inability to control his drinking can do the right about face and drink like a gentleman, our hats are off to him. Heaven knows we have tried hard enough and long enough to drink like other people. Here are some of the methods we have tried. Drinking beer only, limiting the number of drinks, never drinking alone, never drinking in the morning, drinking only at home, never having it in the house, never drinking during business hours, drinking only at parties, switching from scotch to brandy, drinking only natural wines, agreeing to resign if ever drunk on the job, taking a trip, not taking a trip, Swearing off forever with and without a solemn oath, taking more physical exercise, reading inspirational books, going to health farms and sanitariums, accepting voluntary commitment to asylums, we could increase the list ad infinitum. Lovely. Thanks, Chrissy. You're listening to the AA Live Show in association with our friends from Otago Access Radio on 105.4 FM. Tonight we are going to discuss the challenges of lockdown. We'll give you some tips and discuss what we have found to be helpful. Personally, I'm in, I am an incredibly grateful uh, sober alcoholic during lockdown. It was, um, it was quite sad to see the lines of cars coming out of the bottle stores when it was announced and to hear that the sale of alcohol was uh, increased by 500%. My goodness me. How did you two find lockdown? You, you Oh, look, um, you know, I, I like everybody else, you know, I, I notice sharply when my freedoms are, are curtailed, you know, um, and I do get why uh, we've got to do this. We've been pretty lucky as a country um, when you look at the rest of the world night after night. It's a real war going on with a microbe, you know. Um, uh, look, uh, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm still working. I'm, I'm known as an essential worker, so I have to say that that helps with some sense of normality, um, that I still go and do my day job, so to speak, and, and um, that at least is, is helpful psychologically to me. But, you know, when I get home, it's just me. There's nowhere really to go other than a walk and... And, um, you know, so you're left to your own thoughts and, and that can be quite difficult, you know. Um, so uh, what I do do is uh, I do go to Zoom meetings online in the AA fellowship. I still uh, make sure I have those strong connections, um, you know. And for me who likes the the physical meeting and greeting in the room meetings, you know, it's not as uh, good, but it's, it's damn well better than not having anything at all, you know, um, so um, I, I don't know, in many ways, you know, I've heard people say that, um, you know, this lockdown I'm finding really hard, the other one was easy, and, you know, so I don't think one lockdown fits all, you know, um, but for me, I sort of feel like I've done this before, you know, it's not such a shock, uh, you know, but in saying that, I've got to watch, I'm, being an alcoholic, I like to isolate, I'm, I'm naturally a recluse, I, I get reclusive and happy in my own company, and, um and that's fine. That's that's how I've been made. But um, 
I have to real I have to watch for that boundary line where it goes into isolation and um, and make sure that I still talk to people each day. You know, um, so that's kind of me. It's yeah, I'm looking forward to level two like everybody else. It, you know, um, we've moved into level three at this particular stage, but you know, it's there's not much change, is there? So <laughs> that's kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> Aucklanders might think differently there, Tony. But I know, that's true. Yes, I, 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 it's all relative to where you are living, isn't it? Yes. It is, yeah. it is. Look, it's a necessary thing. I think that what the country, what we're doing as a country is is quite amazing, really, battling this thing as a, as a group. It's, uh, yeah, I'm in awe of us all, and uh, certainly of those essential workers like yourself. I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing that you guys are still keeping the world keeping the country going for us. Chrissy, how are you finding it? Are you getting some peaceful moments? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I must say, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise to go back into lockdown, but as Tony said, you know, um, I've done it before. And uh, I found this time I was, I don't know, I just developed different strategies, I guess, from when I was in the last lockdown. Um I was a lot more, um, I sort of, to start with, I took the old, um, oh, sleep in every morning, you know, have a sleep in and then just muck around. And what I did was I did a lot of things that gave me pleasure. For example, I love reading, so I was into the reading. I do a bit of art, amateurly. Um, (laughs) This is something I've just started getting into. And so, you know, I've been doing a bit of that trying to keep um, contact with the people in my bubble. I only have like a couple of other people in my bubble who live where I do and we all live on our own. And so for me, it was quite important to keep up the social contact as well. That was one thing that I found I missed about five days in. And so I've had to make sort of more of an effort to contact people that sort of thing. I don't have unlimited data to get into meetings all the time. Um, and that sort of precludes me from going into lots of Zoom meetings. But I always have the book, you know, the AA book, and that's very good to read as well. So, and for me, I guess I made a list of jobs that I needed to do because I sort of thought to myself, well, and I'm the sort of person that needs sort of some kind of self-motivation as well. Like I could sit around here and, and I did eat my head off the first couple of days. Um, <laughs> and um, so I thought, well, I've got to get a list going of stuff that I need to do. So I've got a list of things because, you know, what it's like. There's always something to do, but you never want to do it. Um, <laughs> so having a list has really given me good um, focus, I guess, on stuff to do. And I thought, well, it's nearly spring cleaning time, you know get into that sort of thing so making sure that I've got something positive to show out of this time at home that's wonderful yeah I've I've uh, been definitely trying to do those daily walks when the weather is allowed and um, baking has been uh, baking and eating has been a a prerequisite in our little house and um, actually catching up on a few not long after after uh, lockdown and so we sort of haven't really moved too well through it but um, it's definitely been a thing I, I understand when you talk about going on zoom and stuff for me zoom aa meetings have been a daily requirement uh for my sanity and my self-care it's really been about self-care for me um getting on there and listening to i have a, a, a couple of podcasts that i have that i listen to as well um through through um, spotify that are pretty wonderful 
um, and help, help me listen to other alcoholics and their journeys. So no, I'm enjoying that. You're listening to AA Live on ORFM Dunedin. Tip number one, become involved in online recovery communities. This, for me personally, has been pretty important. So fortunately, with the help of technology, many alcoholics and addicts have found a a new way to attend recovery meetings or chat with fellow recovering individuals online. In fact, many recovering fellowships heard the concerns of their members and took it upon themselves to move their meetings online. I know here, for us here in Dunedin, we have not actually, we have two still going uh, from last lockdown so you know those are those are really important uh, many people have been hosting meetings through the form of group video chats on various platforms so therefore anyone worried about not being able to make meetings they'll still have the opportunity to hear speakers gain new insight into their ever-growing sobriety and in addition to online recovery meetings there are also websites there's forums and even um, Facebook groups um, are dedicated to providing a safe place for alcoholics and addicts to converse and chat. So if video chatting isn't your thing, remembering too that you don't always have to put your camera on. That's one of the things I've found quite um, important through this last one uh, is that um, if you don't want to be seen, you can just attend verbally. So sitting at home alone, with nothing to do besides obsess over the possible outcomes of a health pandemic is overwhelming. So to prevent unnecessary relapse, you could use the internet to receive support or advice from other recovering alcoholics and and addicts. Meetings for Alcoholics Anonymous are actually listed at aa.org.nz. So, you know, don't hesitate to jump on there if you can. Now, if you don't have access to the internet because I know everything pretty much there was the, about the internet. Pick up your books um, if you've got a big book. Reach out to friends and tell them there are 0800 lines as well, so you can pick up the phone. So um, yeah, I don't know how our 0800 line has been, whether it's been busy or not. Has anybody heard of your other of you guys heard about that? Um, no. I'm actually on call um, this oh, yeah. week, phones, and it's been it's been very quiet. Okay. I haven't had any calls at all this week so far. Right, right, yeah. Because as we know, I mean, this it, we are in a technical world these days. It is all about online, online, isn't it? So, you know, there are a lot of people that don't necessarily have access to that, and um, yeah, with libraries are still closed. All that side, they don't, they don't open until level two. So, well, you know, um, I, I like Chrissy said before. You know, for me, um, you know, I, I'm not a big online person myself. And what I've done is I've got I've reverted back to reading. So I've pulled my big book out as well. You know, Alcoholics Anonymous um, main main book. And yes. you know, I'm going back through the stories and I'm I'm reading the doctor's opinion and all that stuff, finding it helpful you know and wh- however you know uh, you know it, it, it's ha- whatever engages each person you know um as part of but you're right you've got 
you've got YouTube. You can listen to YouTube um, messages of recovery. You can, you, you Spotify. You know, most people have got those sorts of, um, you know, um, apps and that. It's not hard to find if you're looking for it, eh? You know. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Percy, would you like to give us tip number two? Surely. Tip number two, stay busy. Whether you are self-isolating or on a mandatory lockdown, it is vital to attempt to stay busy to prevent yourself from romanticising the idea of relapsing. Oftentimes, boredom and being isolated from others are two main forces that drive an individual to relapse. This threat is extremely relevant to being stuck at home during the COVID-19 outbreak. To avoid negative thoughts from creeping up, Try to find activities you enjoy doing to occupy your time. Some acti- examples of activity ideas during self-isolation are catching up on TV shows or movies. You know, get on that Netflix and um, some people do enjoy binge watching or just maybe catching up on what, you're, um, what you haven't watched. Read a good book. Play video games. Not that we're suggesting you spend 24 hours a day on them, of course. Play a board <laughs> game with your family. That's an entirely different addiction. Um, play a board game with your family. Pick up a new hobby. You know, it's always a good time to sort of try try something new out. Listen to live concerts online. Complete a puzzle. I know that was something I did the last lockdown. Start a diary or journal. This is especially um, really good journaling if, like I find, if I'm having a bit of a tough time, I just write it out. And um, sometimes it can be quite good to go back and read things, you know, even if it's just, oh, what did I do that day in lockdown sort of thing. Use a video chatting platform to call family and friends. These days, if you've got a phone, you can sort of do um, FaceTime. I think that's the politically correct name for it, um, to call family. And I know I use this um, to call my daughter overseas all the time. There are also podcasts. There are on different um, platforms. For example, AA Live has podcasts of different um, shows that we have done. There are lots of different podcasts out there with recovery stories on them as well as um, different things that that can help us so yeah I think keeping busy is really good and for me um I really knew that in my addiction boredom was a real a big driver of my addiction and um so I know that I have to keep focused and forward moving otherwise my mind can go into that, that stinking thinking and, um, you know, so what I think has happened is because I've been through that, I've sort of came up, come up with strategies to avoid that sort of thing. Of course, now I'm more sober, it's a lot easier. So, I mean, I don't know if people out there will um, recognise any potential triggers. And, of course, um, there is, you know, always other ways, as we'll find out in the tips. More tips. Lovely. Thank you, Chrissy. Yeah, there's always a trigger with lockdown, isn't there? 
couldn't help thinking that when you said that. But, um, I've actually, I know actually a few people who have started their sobriety journey in lockdown, and they're they're um, grateful for the lockdown <laughs> to be able to have the option and the chance, and um, not have those pressures of work. They're also waiting for level two to be able to get back. Um, not essential workers like yourself, Tony. Look, I, I think you put on you you mentioned a good thing there, Chrissy, was the uh, podcast that we actually have with our friends from Or Access Radio at one hundred five point four FM. Do jump on there. Uh, all our shows are on there as a podcast, so you can listen to listen to us giving you insightful knowledge of living life on life's <laughs> terms as a sober alcoholic. <laughs> I'm looking at Tony's face there and he's going, oh my goodness me. <laughs> You're listening to AA Live on ORFM Dunedin. Uh, Tony, how about you throw us along at line with the tip three today, please? Yep, sure. So, uh, you know, set boundaries with your uh, family and roommates, you know. Uh, and this is as people, places and things. You know, I don't know about you guys, but it's not so much... Uh, places and things it's more people that can uh, can stir me up quite quickly um, so you know if you're stuck in the house with family members and roommates during COVID-19 quarantine you may begin to feel irritated in regard to some of their behavior this is completely normal and and well you know it's inevitable however setting boundaries early on will allow you to maintain your sanity and your sobriety with little issues for example if you are a mother, your kids may begin to drive you insane. With school becoming virtual for the time being, you may have to re-establish some important boundaries that you previously made with your kids. On the other hand, some people may have roommates that are not part of the recovery community. This could potentially mean being stuck inside with a person who drinks. If you are in this situation, it would be wise to ask your roommates to only drink inside their bedroom. You know, as a recovering alcoholic, seeing somebody enjoying a glass of wine uh, during a very stressful time could lead, you know, to a relapse. I mean, you know, it's the old, it's the old story, you know, being surrounded by it. You know, to prevent this, um, suggesting that your roommates keep their drinking and any other triggering behaviour is private, you know, is advisable. And, I mean, you know, you know, we've, we've really got to find, um, you know, there's more than that as part of it. You know, I say to a lot of people, um, you know, it's not until you're in a tricky situation that you get to prove your recovery. You know, more often than not, when everything's fine and dandelions, you know, we, we don't give it a second thought and our higher powers sort of get a bit more distant as we sort of take up the reins and think we're doing quite well. But, you know, when things get hard and stressful, what what do we lean in, into? What 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 are we, um, you know, how, how do we carry ourselves in sobriety? And, you know, during the COVID-19 lockdown, no, this is our second one in New Zealand, um, you know, this is a real time to prove our recoveries and how we deal with people around us, um, you know, does kind of colour our day, doesn't it? You know, if you get upset with somebody um, long after the argument, you know, you'll be feeling, uh, you know, quite stressed. So the point is, you know, how do we navigate each day um, you know, with people around us who might not necessarily uh, be thinking like us, you know. Um, you know, and I, I've learned actually through, you know, various situations. In the first lockdown, I was in a boarding house 
where people that, you know, just drank as a way of, of that's how they cope with it, which where, you know, had no understanding of recovery. Um, and, you know, for me, I spent a lot of time in my room. I, I reversed it, you know. Um, I, you know, if there were things, a lot of drinking going on, I would move away from it. I had the capacity to do so. So it's not always clear cut, you know. And, um, you know, during um, this particular lockdown, I actually, um, you know, I, in my role, I do work with people still. Um, and, you know, I noticed that, that the people that I work with space is really important you know for people so i watch you know when people get out of a group setting their independence is quite important so they go to different parts of the house you know may wish to talk on the phone and just do something by themselves for a while you know whether it be make do a puzzle you know read a book or whatever they just need some downtime and just to be respectful when you see somebody sort of curled up you know don't always rush them there Give them a bit of time just to be be themselves and just to get that pressure off. Um, you know, the, the, the tips are just simply that. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, I really feel for the mums that are out there with the kids at home, particularly if they're on their own. Um, they can get pretty stressful, um, you know, because you, you, you're trying to hold on to your own emotional well-being and mental well-being, but also realising that our kids are stressed as well. You know, they're... they're uh, we're, well out of their routines and um you know um as adults sometimes get bored uh you know kids do as well you know what what do we do so yeah yeah i can imagine that you you, you know you're kind of the entertainment's officer as well you're not only trying to distract yourself you're trying to distract other people as well so you know and if you don't get it right you know take the pressure off who cares you know tomorrow's another day you know we'll, we'll get through this thing it it's um you know, it's just about trying to be kind and, and, and it, it's actually just trying to, you know, if you look at the 12 steps of recovery, it's, you know, keep, if we listen to the reading this morning was about keeping your own side of the street clean, you know, if we're actually actively uh, processing and trying to work these particular things into our lives that we've learned in recovery, you know, it should actually help us and how we relate to people around us. You know, it should be a given that, that there is some, you know, we're not baffled by the presence of a of a tantruming child or a tantrum, tantruming partner or you know a tantruming flatmate, you know you know there, there should be some sense of grace and resilience there. So anyway, you know, no, absolutely, I have to agree there, Tony. It's a it is a being a, a parent myself at home with a little person. You have to reassess everything. Everyone's got a wee volcano they have to let off, uh, and you've got to let that let it happen and not take it too personally but I think too also making those amends to people and re- realizing where you did step up and, and saying your stories um, and letting people have that space as you mentioned is really important it's- I think it goes the other way too you know um, like I know for myself and I hear now not everybody in, in AA says this but I hear quite a few people talk about being isolated and isolation and wanting to be alone and I sometimes wonder if we're all a, a group of introverts, but, but um, you know, it, it goes the other way too. You know, keep an eye on your neighbour. Keep an eye on your, you know, um, you know, if somebody, if you sense that somebody is isolating, then, then check in with them, you know, whether that's a phone call, you know, um, you know, say hi, you know, there's, the, the other way goes as well, you know. 
we have the capacity to care for each other and, and meet some of our emotional needs, and we should. You know, it's good and right to do so. So, um, you know, so just keep an eye on people around you as well. And if you see them withdrawing, you know, check in. How are you today? You know, ask the question. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been doing that as part of my self-care is to actually I've been touching base with people. Once a week I get to go to the supermarket and uh, I've been touching base with people that I know who are also on their own and just making sure if they need anything, I can get that for them, you know, because not everybody's able to do that as easy. They haven't got vehicles. Normally the shopping thing is a mission um, of walking and so forth. The, The anxiety that rises from all of this. Yeah, I mean, be, be respectful. Don't break your bubble, but but also can, mm. you, can you help somebody else today? And that'll get you out of your funk as well. And that's a yeah. that's a um, you know that's a well known um, way of dealing with life in the AA fellowship as well. You know, everyone knows. Yes. You know, get out of yourself. Yes. Yeah, I found yeah. that quite. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a couple of neighbours that um, have um, health issues, and because it's they're in my bubble. And because of the lockdown, they haven't been receiving the, the the home care. So I've been able to do things like just simple things, like just hang their washing on the line for yeah. them and things. And Thank you're quite you right. Much. Just get you your own head, out of yourself, thinking about something else. Yeah. You know, it's just great. Doesn't yeah, have to do be something. things. Just very simple kindness yeah. will mean so much to people. You know, um, yeah. It'll yeah, and you, some of it, some who are not sober will be thinking, when's 12 o'clock coming, when's 12 o'clock coming so I can pour a drink. I know I've been that person. Oh, it's look. Just, you know, it's it, all of a sudden your 5 o'clock rule changes <laughs> that you'd be waiting for and it becomes 2 o'clock, then it becomes 12 o'clock and then it might be 11s. I know I had a fair lot of time where I did 11s. <laughs> As oh, long absolutely. as there was a V8 juice involved, it, <laughs> it gave me carte blanche to do and drink a lot earlier than, um, and I well, found from my... I, 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 sorry, yeah, you carry on. No, no, you're right. But yeah, I, I just, I couldn't imagine doing um, doing alcoholism, let alone addiction, you know, in lockdown. You know, every day having to go to the supermarket and put myself at risk or the off-licence, you know, just to stock up, just to get me through another day. You know, and then the morose feelings of, of despair and isolation and, oh, how awful. You know, I feel for people in that situation and there will be people listening, you know, tonight who, who are in that situation, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I, I know what it was like. I used to plan, God, you know, you'd, yeah. you'd get up in the morning and say, I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to yeah. have a drink today. And by midday you'd gone. how can I get it? How can I get it? And you'd be figuring it all out. And I could imagine the anxiety caused during lockdown yeah. uh, would just be triple um, compared to, you know, that already you would, an anxious state of how am I going to get my hands on some alcohol? So, yeah, I do feel for people that um, that are, are still active. It's a hard one. So I hope these tips are, are working. I hope that they they uh, will give you some insight as to different things you can do. So on that note, Chrissy, can I get you to uh, go forward with the next step for us, please? You sure next can. Tip. Thank you. Tip number four, make a phone call when you need support. This is one thing that we always say. If you, if you feel like a drink, pick up the phone. 
Oftentimes, addicts and alcoholics just need someone to listen when they're feeling upset, worried, or feel like having a drink. Unfortunately, sometimes addicts feel as if they're burdening their friends, family, and even their sober supports. I used to feel this way. It was a really hard thing for me to learn to reach out for help when I needed it. And when I did, it really made the difference about whether I was sober or if I wasn't sober. Um, this can lead to negative thoughts. Oh, hang on, I'll go back. Unfortunately, sometimes addicts feel as if they are burdening their friends, family, and even their sober supports. This can lead them to allow their negative thoughts to manifest into negative action, i.e. a relapse. Instead of succumbing to your fears or worries, call someone who can provide you with advice. When you feel like you are having a drink, when you feel like having a drink, you can use the followings. Sober support, so other people in sobriety, your sponsor, this is also a really, really good support and, um, you know, in times of need, then I've really leaned on my, my sponsor and have been in close communication. Um, family, friends or members. This is um, another good way of contacting people if you've been able to, if you've felt comfortable telling your friends that you're alcoholic, um, then reaching out to them. And this is also a good social thing. Like I said before, I really miss the socialness of being in lockdown. So it's important for me to have a connection every day or somebody or some chat or something like that. Um, and what I have been doing is every couple of days I've been um, conversing with someone else in recovery as well. There's your counsellor or your therapist if you have one. Sometimes um, in sobriety people need to seek outside help and that's perfectly okay. Um, most therapists these days, um, they do video calls or phone chats, anything like that. So there is provision for that, even though we are in lockdown. There's Alcoholics Anonymous, the phone line, 0800 AA Works. So that's 0800 229 6757. There, and there you'll meet some, you'll hear from somebody on the other end of the phone that is an alcoholic. Um, don't be worried if a man or a woman picks up the phone and you want, if a man answers the phone, you want a woman, for example, or if you're a man and a woman answers the phone and you would, would rather talk to a man, that is perfectly okay. Um, we can put you in touch with somebody of your preferred gender. Um, there is also the National Addiction and Mental Health Hotlines, and they are very, very, um, I suppose you'd call them, well, they're diverse. They cover everything. Um, there's, I don't know if a lot of people are aware, but there's the Alcohol and Drug Helpline that you can ring. They're all trained counsellors. Everything is confidential. And I myself have used the surface service um, mainly because it's a 24-hour service. 
uh, I had an experience where it was two o'clock in the morning, half past two, you know, and I needed to speak to somebody. Of course, I couldn't ring my sponsor at that time of the morning, so I rang the the, the helpline. Um, this particular service also has Māori Healthline for alcohol and addiction services. If you prefer, you can you could ring that one. They, there are lots, there are multitudes of, well, not multitudes, but there's depression helpline. There, um, you know, um, if you want to talk, just talk to somebody. There's a 1737 line. Mm. And so, yeah, there are quite a few out there. Calling a loved one or a professional in a time of need is never a burden. You know, never think that, oh, no, they're busy or, you know, because I hear this all the time when I say to people, have you rung your sponsor? Oh, no, I'm busy. They're busy and I don't like to bother them. But I sort of think that um, that is what they're there for. <laughs> um, they're there to help you through the 12 steps of recovery and um, to try and help keep you sober, basically. Um, so... Don't think like that if you can help it. If you're feeling anxious, upset or triggered during social isolation due to the outbreak of COVID-19, you are not alone. I think a lot of people make the, make the mistake of thinking, oh, I'm all by myself and, and um, that in some ways can be self-pitying behaviour. But, you know, if you look around, if you think about the people that you've got in your life, you really aren't alone. Make that phone call. Listen to some relaxing music and practice self-care. This too shall pass. Thank you, Chrissy. Yep, lots of tips there, folks. There's, uh, I think um, through the whole show there, we've been talking about things that we know personally have helped us. Uh, I think uh, there's been some, some good ideas there. Um, self-care has been a biggie for me. So if I was to ask you both, what do you think was the biggest thing? Just in a quick summary, what what do you think for you has been the largest thing that has helped you get to that point of this too shall pass during a lockdown? Tony? Oh, well, I do think staying connected. Like I said, I... I'm 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 an introverted in my personality, and and um, I've come to understand that. So I've really got to make efforts to stay in touch with people, um, and nice. I have I have done that, you know, through Zoom, um, through phone calls to people, um, you know, yeah. So I've I've actively kept that going, um, and also self care in terms of of making sure that I'm getting the message of recovery still. Um, and just mitigating that isolating thing that can come over me when I'm, I'm you know, uh, sort of, you know, not out and about doing my usual stuff. Um, that's yeah. probably one of the biggest things. You know, it just helps me know that I'm not alone, basically. And yes. it helps me keep my mind thinking, um, you know, it, pre it prevents it from going too far down the rabbit hole you know, uh, with those thoughts that we can get lumbered with those negative thoughts. So that's kind of <laughs> that's kind those, of uh, yeah. Yeah. those darn rabbit holes they can yeah, get yeah, yeah, they exactly. can get big that's <laughs> why yeah, like yeah, yeah before you know it I, I don't know about you guys I've got a mind that sort of um can 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 catastrophize things 
and it starts out just so simply and innocently, and then all of a sudden we've got, you know, we've got a major catastrophe on our hands. And um, to be honest with you, nothing's actually happened. So, yeah, true. I know that one. <laughs> so that's kind of kind of the bigger thing for me, I suppose. Um, you know, so yeah, that's kind of the tip I, I've I've lent on. Uh, but what I yeah, you, I use Christy? all of them in, to a degree. You know, yeah. yeah. Chrissy, what about you? What's been the one thing that you think has been the most important for you during lockdown? Prob, I, I would say staying in the day. Um, like I find for my, myself personally that if I can stay in the day, then I keep everything in perspective. Um, and it uh, sort of allays anxiety, fears, stress, all that sort of thing. Um, Self-care has been another one. Not beating myself up just because I chose to have a lie in one morning, you know. Um, but being aware that, um, you know, it's not something that I need to do for the whole time. Gosh, I wish you were in my house. I think a lion's been present every day. (laughs) Sorry, I missed the end of that. I've had a lion every day, Chrissy. It's been necessary. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we all different. And for me, I, I began to think, oh, gee, I think maybe it was, oh, well, I've done that. Now I have to get on to something else. I'm not sure. But um, I still, like I found when I was sleeping in, I was, I'd get up and I'd think, oh, I've wasted the day, you know. And I had then I got onto the list of jobs. And I think that sort of probably motivated me into looking at what time I was getting up. <laughs> But I did enjoy the lions, I must admit. It was very nice. Um, But now I'm sort of, I don't know, I don't know if I'm in spring cleaning mode or what the story is, but, you know, the list of jobs. (laughs) But, you know, keeping busy, that's the sort of person I am. I'm a hands-on, you know, I'm a hands-on person. I like doing things with my hands. So, you know, I couldn't just sit and... Um, do nothing. Yeah, so right. I needed to. I needed to. Um, I've had a pro- always had a problem with motivation, and that's the way I do it is to, to motivate myself. So I'd say probably self care. I've got three things. So <laughs> staying in the day is definitely the most important. I would say, and self care, and self motivation. Yeah, interesting, because the the next set of tips that I've got actually touch on those things that both of you have mentioned. So I'm just going to go through some uh, further quick tips here for you folks, and and Chrissy just mentioned one, live in the now. You cannot change yesterday or control tomorrow. Focus on doing what is best right now. Uh, Tap into your creative side. Do some painting, drawing, sculpting, singing, dancing, Come on, it can't say that a lot of us haven't danced in our own lounges before. If it gets the creative juices flowing, it's good for your sobriety. Don't test your willpower. Get rid of all the alcohol in your house, including the bottles uh, for guests. 
so to speak, or special occasions. Um, best just not to have it around. And embrace change. Change is a good thing, although a lot of us don't like it. It is a good thing, especially when you're becoming a better person. Let go of the past. Let go of resentments. Uh, focus on forgiveness and grant yourself and your loved ones forgiveness. Without it, uh, moving forward is impossible. Uh, reconnect family and friends and make amends if you need to. You know, Try meditation. There's no right or wrong way to meditate. Choose the method that appeals to you. Meditation will help you quiet your mind and centre yourself. Actually, one of the things that I've been doing through lockdown is tapping. Uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of that. You know, a little bit of tapping on the forehead, side of the head, all sorts. It, um, and I read another book the other day about wellness, and actually <laughs> I realised I don't do this enough, sitting and just staring into space. You have that time where you just stare and look something and not think about anything I don't know that that's uh, I've always got a, a, a moving mind so I enjoyed reading about that and I, I uh, have managed to do it a couple of times so far and it reminded me of being at school and the classes I didn't enjoy <laughs> anyway don't live in fear of relapsing Worrying about slipping back into old destructive patterns can consume your mind. Instead, just focus on your strength and your recovery. Yeah. Fend off loneliness. You know, Tony, we've all talked about this. Isolation can be dangerous. Spend time with family and friends who will support you with your recovery and they'll provide positive reinforcement. The negative ones, if, they, if, they, if you're getting negative, folks, walk away. You don't need it. During lockdown, get on the phone, Skype, Zoom, make contact. Don't wait for it to come to you. Use the 24-hour plan. If a lifetime of sobriety seems overwhelming, start with a small, smaller goal, right? You can think just for today. I mean, we, I don't know. I, that I live by that just for today. I get through my 24 hours. Sometimes it can be an hour. Sometimes it can be just getting through the next two hours. Decide for that. Decide that today you're not going to drink no matter what and just get to that end of time. It's from waking up through to going to bed. Be good to yourself. Really important. Addiction beats you up. Now that you're in recovery, if you're in recovery, treat yourself. Treat yourself to a massage, new pair of shoes. Celebrate how far you've come. Do the little things. Even get yourself, you know, Write on a piece of paper, I'm wonderful today. Put it on your fridge. Look at it. Be good to yourself. Get active. When your mind and body are engaged, there's less room for cravings. So get out there. Go for that walk. Go for that run. Kick the ball in the garden with the kids. Or even just sit in the garden and see the kids doing it. Get some sunshine. You'll feel energized, alive. And best of all, you'll be sober. So during lockdown, ensure these are also done in a safe zone. Check yourself frequently. With every decision you make, ask yourself, is this the healthiest choice for me right now? Am I doing a good thing for myself? And something that we've all mentioned, give back. We've, we've talked about giving back, whether volunteering or offering to help somebody, volunteering with your skills. It just feels good. Attending a meeting helps others too. It's not just for yourself. Just by showing up and sharing, 
in a meeting, you're helping other people. So be willing to walk away from stressful situations. I think that's also important. If you have enough stress in your life, you don't need to add to it. Walk away. Learn how to let go of what you don't need. Don't take on other people's issues. Create yourself a gratitude list. I start my day with this every day. The AA way is to finish your day with it. I do both. Um, each and every day write down or say out loud to yourself a couple of things that you are grateful for I have 10 or more myself if you're having a bad day look at your list or have a think about it remember how far you've come remember the good things like this morning I was grateful for the sunshine that we have today and I was incredibly grateful for the fact that I was going to jump onto Zoom this evening and talk to Chrissy and Tony and, and see their lovely faces. So, you know, they're, they are the same. Remember those. Clean your mental house. Get rid of the negativity. This is all part of getting rid of those resentments as well. Speak to yourself with loving, supportive and encouraging words. If it's hard, be kind to that struggle. Okay, it'll eventually it'll become something that you get used to doing. Say something nice about yourself. Quite a lot of us, I've found uh, myself, especially when I came into recovery, I felt like something you stood on with the with your shoe, the heel of your shoe. I didn't feel good. It's taken me constant little sayings to myself about, yeah, I've done well today, or I've done this, and this is a good thing. Create goals. Always have a challenging goal in the back of your mind. And that could just be to get through the next hour. It could be to get through the next 24 hours. Something that pushes you to be better and reach new heights. Okay? And don't stress over discouraging statistics. You're an individual in control of your own success and recovery. People will say, oh, I heard somebody the other day, oh, they've all made a bet as to when this person's going to, going to relapse as soon as they're out of lockdown. And it, it's feel confident in yourself. You are, in, you are running this. You can do this. Don't listen to those people. Yes, recovery can be hard, but we can do this. So, yeah. There are people like us three who are out there encouraging you, wanting you to do better, wanting to you feel better about yourself. So, you know, that's what it's all about, folks. We can do this. And on that note, we are coming to the end of our show. And I have, you know, thoroughly enjoyed talking with you guys this evening. It's been lovely to see you both, even you in your dressing gown, Tony. I'll throw you under the bus there. It's good to see you're in your, you're in your, uh, well, at least your, I'm your work clothes. You know, that's true. <laughs> and and uh, what was it? What did, uh, what, yeah, not spreading our legs as the old, Chris Hipkins had to say that's become a bit of a meme, hasn't it? <laughs> Get out there and spread your legs. Goodness me, could have got it any more wrong? <laughs> Easy tiger. <laughs> Easy tiger, exactly. <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I just think you know, um, you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go down the levels, and Auckland will eventually go down the levels as well, and we'll get back to some sense of normality. But I think you know, when you leave hospital, they ask you to do a rap plan or a rehab rap plan, and there's some of you might not be familiar with this, but it's a wellness recovery action plan. And um, what I guess I'm trying to say is, you know, I, I this probably won't be our last lockdown. And I think all of us contemplating recovery have to, re, we have to make a plan 
you know, uh, for for these events. I, I think, you know, that they're just going to become a way of life, you know, hopefully not every year, but occasionally, you know, we'll... <laughs> so, you know, how do we keep ourselves safe? You know, a bit of forethought in, in this area, you know, can, can may be able to save a lot of heartache, you know, at the end. So, yeah, I'll just sort of throw Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, with that, I um, I will, just as soon as um, I will do the uh, closing acknowledgements, and I just want to remind our listeners that if you want to drink, that's your business, but if you want to stop, look, we can help. So um, there you go. Thank Lovely. you. Thanks, Tony. And um, I'll just um, tell um, our listeners about how to contact us. Uh, there is 0800 AA Works. The phone number is 0800 This is the number that you ring if you need to talk to somebody or if you need advice about your drinking, just even if you think you might have a problem, if you want some support with your drinking or with stopping your drinking. Um, also to get a list of the meetings and they'll have all of the Zoom numbers beside them. You can go to AA Otago Intergroup and the web address for that is aaotago.org.nz. Our postal address is AA Otago Intergroup P.O. Box 6115, Dunedin North, Dunedin 9059. And the New Zealand website, that has everything on it, um, from meetings, lists, uh, all different places of the country to assemblies that are coming up. Yes, we do fun things here in AA. Uh, assemblies are where we all get together and um, have basically lots of meetings. There are business meetings. People from all different parts of New Zealand come and um, we get to catch up, make friends and mostly importantly and importantly keep ourselves sober. So that website is aa.org.nz. Lovely. Thank you both for spending time with me this evening. I have really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for being part of the show. Until next time, everybody, take care, stay safe, and be kind to each other. Thanks very much. See you next time. Good night. Good night. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.